Hi, this is Regaline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Manny Blue. Manny Blue is an author and an entrepreneur philanthropist. Welcome to the show, Manny. It is my pleasure. I, I really, really appreciate you having me. And it's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'll keep it short. So I'm originally from New York City. I've been now, I've reside in Florida. Now I've been here for about almost 10 years. And um, I spent a lot of my time pursuing a musical career. Uh, I was able to travel independently, uh, got signed independently, was able to travel, release music. Um, that was my was my passion. That's where I, you know, envision myself, you know, the rest of my life. But unfortunately, sometimes, you know, dreams, when your dreams are not in your hands, 100%, things happen. And unfortunately, um, things came to an end for me. Uh, I decided to take a break, uh, go on a hiatus. And um, yeah, short, long story short, uh, fast forward. I don't know if you want me to get into the little more detail, but um, now yeah. I'm actually, I actually now have a, a company where we focus on financial literacy teaching people about financial education and all that, all that good stuff that, you know, unfortunately the school system does not teach us. Um, and the reason I, I do that is because I actually hit a, a brick wall in the transition between the, uh, the musical world and a normal life. And it caused me to hit a, hit a level of depression, you know, not knowing how to get out of debt, how to, how to manage my funds. No one ever talked to me about money. And, um, I, you know, that led me to fall in a dark place where I contemplated suicide. And as I was coming out of that, my mom almost died. And, you know, we realized that had she passed away, there was no way we was going to have the funds to bury her. And I put myself in that position. What if that was me on that bed and my wife died and, you know, I die. How is my wife going to be able to raise the three kids on her own without financially struggling? It's, it's impossible. So I started to make changes on and learning about money, you know, and eventually I, I was introduced to the life insurance platform. I saw, I saw an opportunity to be able to create wealth and generate wealth and transfer that wealth. So I, it intrigued me and I got started, you know, learning more about that, that, uh, arena. And eventually, um, I started my own company and again, focus on financial literacy and teaching people about finances, budgeting, getting out of debt and all that, all that good stuff. And um, all that led me to now write my book, which uh, is scheduled to release April 23rd. Absolutely amazing. Now tell us more about your experience as a confidence coach. So I've, I've realized between what caused me to fall into, you know, the level of depression that I hit, there was, no one ever sat down with me to teach me about how to rebuild that, that confidence, right? Because when we're young, when we're kids, we, we are, our imagination is, is so big. Our confidence is so strong and high that we, we allow ourselves to do things that people think is impossible, right? But somewhere between being an, a kid and a young adult into adulthood, we lose that sight of, you know, using our imagination, you know, being able to use our confidence for, for greater things. And I, I knew that I wasn't the only one dealing with that, with that situation. So I figured maybe I can put something together that can help other people. And originally started 
me having something to show my kids when they're facing something like that so they can have something to rely on. So I started, I started to journal certain things, certain strategies that I use uh, personally. And that's when the book idea came about. I was like, you know what, maybe I can turn this into a book, put a little bit, you know, my personal uh, experience in the book and, and share with the world what I, you know, what I went through, what let me, what, what took me from the way I grew up, which was a low income neighborhood where, you know, the only way you was going to make money was if you were selling drugs, you know, no one was dreaming big. No one was thinking big. And to me, music was my way out. And again, no one really sat down with me to guide me and coach me on how to rebuild my confidence whenever I take uh, my confidence takes a hit, you know, every day, especially today, nowadays in social media, you know, you know, you're too tall, you're too thin, you're too big, you're, you know, too short. It's, you know, it, it's just, we can take criticism from the world and, and some people don't know how to bounce back. So I figured, you know, maybe I, maybe I can have a little, a little help, you know, in someone's life. So I decided to put it on the book and hopefully it helps someone that's battling their, you know, with their confidence or, 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 you know, self-esteem. Very inspiring. Now, previously you were a performer and recording artist, but you have traded in your blue spiked hair and dance moves for a suit and a laptop. Talk to us more about the shift and how you made it in your life. This so shift. My my thing was when I was when I started my journey in the music world, my confidence was, I think, over a hundred percent. There was no one could have told me anything that was going to harm my dedication, whether it was my self esteem, my confidence, nothing. All the no's, all the all the you know negative talk that you know was said to me, other things that was said to me, it actually fueled me to work even harder. So when I was told that I, that I couldn't sing, that I wasn't going to be able to get a record deal, I rather than let that hurt me or bring me down, I used it as a fuel to not prove to them that I was able to, that I was able to do it, but that I could do it. So, you know, I like being different. So I, I did take a lot of, a lot of, uh, negative feedback, you know, and, you know, got bullied a little bit with, you know, having my blue hair, you know, everybody in the neighborhood was into, gangster rap and hip hop. I was the only one listening, you know, with along with the guys that was in my group, listening to to pop songs, love songs and dancing to, you know. Uh so we got a lot a lot of a lot of a lot of crap for that. <laughs> but um personally for me it, it fueled me. So transitioning from from that into the business world in the beginning it took it took a little while because even when I started the business, I had my my spiked hair even though they were not blue they were spiked up. So it was like really spiked up. So there were times where I sit with clients and I noticed that they would look, they kept looking at my hair and I'm like, okay, maybe it's time for me to change my hairstyle because I think people will take me a little more serious, even though I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm the type of person that to me, like I'm going to do what I want to do. But at the same time, I got to also think about that in the business world, not everybody is open-minded enough yet. So I knew that I had to make some changes. So I treated in the spiked hair, the blue hair, and now for, for this. <laughs> I love what you said there in regards to showing up as your unique self. It truly matters. 
But then I also love how you talk about that shift because why it's so important for others to understand that we can go ahead and create all our plans, but God knows the plans that he has for us. So thank you for sharing that. Now, can you tell us more about your book, Little Boy Confidence, How to Build Your Self-Confidence? Yeah. So again, you know, the book uh, originally, I, I knew I wanted to write a book at some point in my life. I didn't know when or what or, you know, or, or the topic, but when I was journaling the the strategies for my kids so they can, you know, read on if whenever they feel, you know, can school dealing with bullying and all this stuff that we, we see every day on, on social media. I knew at some point we all go through it, I guess, in our lives at some point. And I knew they were going to go through that at some point, whether that be middle school, high school, they're going to deal with it at some point. So I wanted to get a head start because I, ha I, I have them reading certain books um, every month. So I'm like this could be part of the curriculum that I put them to read so they can start to grasp that information. And the technically I'm sharing strategies on, on how to build a persona, how to build, you know, sometimes you need to build a persona. Sometimes you have to, you know, build a, a, a certain character so you can kind of mold yourself to, to become that person that you want to be. And, and that's a strategy that I personally use in, in the music world that I use in the business world, especially transitioning between, you know, the two, because it's com two completely different arenas. Also talking about how your circle of friends, how it's very important whom you are surrounding yourself with, you know, and, and I experienced that myself, you know, not everybody that I grew up with is part of my circle right now. My circle is very, very small, but I still keep in touch with a lot of the people that I grew up with, but, you know, this is stuff they're going to have to learn. So eventually what I decided to do was turn that into the book, share these strategies, what they can do, how to, how to, how to transition and shift into that, that mentality, that, that mindset and how to build that, that person they want to be and how to visualize and how to use affirmations as well. These are things that I do on a daily basis myself. So what I did different than what I was doing for my kids was that I, now I added uh, my personal experience so that the world can understand why I, I I did the book, why I, I decided to, you know, share the book with the world. Wonderful. Now tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. It, it all came down to finances, to be honest with you. <laughs> the lack of financial literacy, uh, financial education was my biggest obstacle because growing up, you know, the U.S. and the, the, the traditional system does not teach financial literacy. And I, I believe that is something that is very key and is missing. And, and I believe that is why so many people today are in so much debt because they they have no guidance. So people that could afford to hire a, 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 a coach or, or a, a agency or company to work the finances, not everybody can do that. Not everybody has the funds, right? So it's, it's kind of like this information is, it was, it was designed for wealthy people, but it's information that we all can use. So when I hit when I hit rock bottom financially, I decided to to research entrepreneurs that reach greatness financially, but that started with with zero. So I looked into Grant Cardone. As we know, he had he had a, a big addict, uh, drug addiction. Uh, Dean Graciosi, uh, who started also with real estate. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, a few other other individuals. And I'm like, okay, so they use real estate as a platform. They used, you know, uh, um, um, certain certain people to 
teach them certain things. So I started to kind of like take lessons from them and, and kind of apply it. I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, we have a brain, we have eyes, we have, you know, what, what, what makes, what makes them different than me? They're ahead of, they're ahead of the game, but if they did it, I can do it. So I kind of focus on learning everything that I could so that I can get myself out of my, my situation. And it, it wasn't easy. It was not easy because, you know, contemplating, you know, falling into depression and contemplating suicide and then trying, trying to turn your life around. I'm like, again, if they did it, I can do it. So I just, I just focus on that. I was like, if they did it, I can do it. If they did it, I can do it. And yeah, here I am. <laughs> here I am. Now I'm helping other people, you know, learn about these strategies as well, because again, it's, it's something that we all need and, and not everybody could afford to hire someone in, you know, Edward Jones or something like that to be able to, you know, sit with them, sit with them and, and guide them and teach them how to properly structure them, you know, their finances. Because again, as I'm pretty sure, you know, not one size fits all in, in when it comes to, to finances, everybody has different goals, different agendas. You got to know how to properly help someone depending on what they're looking to accomplish, whether it's a retirement, whether it's, you know, college for kids, everybody's different. That's right. And all things are possible with God. Very powerful. What is your why that keeps you going? To be honest with you, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because for a long time, I couldn't figure out my why. Like I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew that I wanted to do better financially, help my family and provide them the life they deserve. But ending of last year, I, I had my aha moment. And my why is being able to hear my kids hopefully one day speak proudly of me, of what I've done, what I've accomplished. And, and after I'm long gone, how they can maybe tell the stories to my grandkids and my great grandkids. That is my biggest why. It, it um, oh, thinking about what could have been, where I could have missed out on all this, had I let life take its course. You know, so we have to realize that we sometimes we have to grab life by the hand and take it where we want it to go. And it's not always easy. It's not. But I'm sorry. You're fine. Take but um, I just. I just want to hear them speak proudly of me. That's all. That is my biggest why, to be honest with you. Absolutely amazing. Now, talk to us more about your relationship with God. How important is your relationship with God to you? It, it is very important. I, 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 I grew up in church. Um, I, I did study with different, you know, different religions. I wanted to know more about what other people think of God, what is their idea of God. But I, I've realized that without God, Nothing, nothing is possible without God, nothing. And I believe that I had to go through what I went through to be where I am today. And like it, God works in mysterious ways. And I believe that is what triggered me being in this, in this mission that I'm in today. This is my mission. And I believe that I, this is what I was put on this earth, you know, to do. I don't, I don't, although my passion was music. And I always like helping people, but I believe this is what I what I was meant to do. In in sharing my story with people, I'll be able to connect with others that had similar experiences. But yeah, I mean, my relationship with God is is strong. I, I, I mean, I know it's, it's 
it sounds a little awkward for some people, but I have co random conversations, you know, prayers that I do on my own when I'm driving, you know, before business. I, it's just something I do on a daily basis. It's natural. It's like me having a conversation with you. Um, to me, it's just, again, not to me, nothing is possible with, with if you don't have God in your life. That's just how I feel, period. Amen. Now you talk about prayer. Let's backtrack here a little bit. Let's go back to what you said there in your darkest moment in your life. How important was prayer for you to not end your life and to overcome depression? It was it was very it was very key. And, and I say that because I knew that had I taken my life, knowing what the Bible talks about, suicide and everything else, I knew I wouldn't I wouldn't be in a good place with God. And I knowing what everything I knew about the Bible and what I've learned as a kid and, and growing up, you know. I knew that there had to be a bigger purpose. I just, I couldn't see it then. I couldn't see it then. I couldn't, again, I wasn't thinking rationally at the, at the point in time. So, so being able to pray and, 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 and ask God to, to help me out, to help me get out of, get out of the situation. What is it, what it is to show me a sign? What is it that I need to do? You know, what can I do, you know, to do things different? Like it, it was key because again, People always talk about when when they hear about someone going through depression or having suicidal thoughts. Oh, why don't you talk to somebody? Well, you don't always want to talk to anybody. It's not it's not something like oh look today I, I feel this way. You don't really feel at least at least in my experience. I didn't even though I had people around me. I didn't want to talk to anybody about, about what I was thinking, what was running through my head. I I I did not. So for me, my 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 shoulder was God. That's who I was able to rely on. That was the, the only, the only, I say person, but the only, the only person that I was able to talk to was God. Cause he knows what was in my heart. He knows that I really didn't want to do that. But my, my mind, my human self was like, I, I want out. I, I want out, but I didn't want to, I, I wanted to get out of that situation. So again, God was, uh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's everything. It was everything. It was Everything is the only one I was able to rely on during that that time. I love it. Building a relationship with God truly matters. Now, Manny, what is one thing or piece of advice that you would tell your younger self? Wow, <laughs> that's that's a tough question to be honest with you. I think it would be to uh, maybe to get to be curious about learning about finances. Because <laughs> there is, I, I I threw away so much money, you know, you know, growing up, you know, you do, you do dumb things. You, you know, you have money, you think you, you become a millionaire. You want to just spend it on, 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 on dumb things. I think had I, had I had the, the financial education early on, I would have made it, made smarter choices, which would have avoided me going through what I went through. But again, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So I don't know if I would want to tell me that, tell myself that, <laughs> but I think that'd be, that'd be the one thing that I would actually go back and be like, you know, pick up, pick up a book and start reading on, on, on money, on how, how it works and, and reach out to people that can actually empower you with that information because it is, it is so important. It is so important. I love it. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? You have to 
I know it's it's hard to, to in today's age because it seems like everybody has uh, something to say, but you have to be true to yourself. You have to be true to yourself and you have to be willing to do what you want to do without waiting for someone to validate what you're trying to do because not everybody's going to see or, or see the vision that you have. Not everyone's going to understand why you're trying to do what you're trying to do. So you have to be true to yourself and, and not wait on other people's validation to do what you want to do. I think when you, when you realize that and you stop paying attention to other people's opinion about you, you, you start to live a free life, a happier life. Cause you're not so concerned about what people are going to think or say when you, when you, as long as you keep thinking, you know, you're ethical and you, you're moral, you're, then everything else should be fine. Just be true to yourself. Very powerful. Be true to yourself. Now, Manny, you are a part of our global virtual panel of suicide attempt survivors event, which your presentation was absolutely amazing. All that you've had to overcome. You'll also be a part of our global virtual panel of depression survivors event coming up here next Friday on March 26th at 5 p.m. I look forward to hearing more of all that you've had to overcome. And I definitely recommend the audience to definitely go ahead and reserve their virtual seat today on Eventbrite and mark that you're going on our Facebook page. So that's the Global Virtual Panel of Depression Survivors event and tune in and hear Manny's story more in depth. And Manny, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Where can the they audience can find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. They can just look me up on uh, Manny Blue Official uh, on Facebook, who is Manny Blue. Uh, I, I try to shift between you know facebook instagram twitter it's, it's hard to keep up <laughs> but i'm more, more active on instagram and facebook i love it ladies and gentlemen make sure to check out manny at all of his social media and also blue legacy capital and get his book a copy of his book at littleboyconfidence.com and manny again thank you for being a guest on walk with me podcast you have a blessed it day my pleasure. thank you